Welcome to Celebrate Good Lives, a podcast coming to you from Whakatane, New Zealand, talking about the funeral industry here and abroad. I'm Brad. And I'm Dean. We're here to demystify, empower, and talk about the ways in which you can celebrate good lives for those who are no longer with us. So join us on a podcast journey where we discuss all facets of funeral life, what's involved, and how we can help you, our podcast community, celebrate good lives better. Well, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Celebrate Good Lives. I'm Dean Weber, and I'm joined again today by my running mate, Bradley Shaw. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. Yeah, it's it's getting fun doing these, getting looser and looser. The beginnings, they were a bit nervous. The arms are moving. These are fun. I enjoy doing these. Are you having fun? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's cool to be able to, you know, the first couple of podcasts, we sort of had a yarn and sort of tried to keep it a little bit more professional. Uh, Now we're just keeping it real, man. Yeah. We're keeping it real. We're having conversations about cool stuff. We want the public and and anyone to know, you know, how this works and how we are and and what we do. The last one was a milestone. We had a milestone birthday and we didn't even do it. It was number five. We, was. We, had, we had a handful and we've progressed from having professional notes and everything printed out to just talking. So two minutes before this episode started, I said to Dean, so uh, what should we talk about? What are we going to do? <laughs> yeah. So we've, we've come up with this one and I think this one is uh, another inflection of ourselves as real people as well as what daily lives look like for other funeral professionals mm. so you know what's um i know, I know you uh you you have a bit of exercise routine in your day mm. and you've got a family just like mm. me with young mm. kids but how do, how does a day is we have different roles within what we do you mm. have far more responsibilities than i do mm. what's How's a day start for you, man? What yeah, time do you get up? What time does things get cracking? Yeah, so I mean, I'm a pretty lazy bastard, to be fair. So I'm happy to happy to admit it. I'm not what a, a morning smile. person. What a I'm, smile! What a smile he looks a, at me. I'm not a morning person. I'm just happy to admit it. Um, look, get up. Um, you know, before eight o'clock. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter joins me in bed before sort of uh, seven o'clock, but. We chill and 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 sort of I rise out of the ashes essentially uh, before eight o'clock. It's usually about ten to eight, and have a shower. I don't eat in the mornings. I hate eating. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I just feel I feel horrible when I wake up. Like if I go and eat, I just feel crap. And so I don't worry about it. I don't even have a coffee. Nothing. I I can't do it. Can't stomach anything at, at that time of the morning. Sounds ridiculous. It it's does. Eight o'clock in the morning. Half the day's gone. Yeah. <laughs> um. And so I have a shower. Get myself sorted. Get dressed. You know. And just to my- clarify, this is a weekday, not just Saturday. This is a weekday. This is a weekday. Life of a business owner, everybody. Um, yeah, and so then I I get up and 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 have my shower and get sorted, and then usually I'll make myself you know make my way out to the kitchen, and if I really feel like it, I'll have something. This morning I I made a big smoothie. Weird for me, not yeah. t- not typical, but maybe I felt good today. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then crack on with the day. Some sometimes I'll take my daughter to school. Um, at the moment it's school holidays, but sometimes I take my daughter to school or not. Mm. And um, yeah, then crack into the day. Usually at the office by nine ish. 
ish. Um, some days I'm here at 8.30. Some days I'm here when I'm not meant to be. So, um, yeah, so usually here by 9-ish, as Dean said. And then um, start the day. And I think my day sort of consists of... You know, when I first get here, um, we always have a bit of a kōrero, which uh, to those who, who don't know, is a Māori term for a conversation. So we always have a bit of a yarn and, and chew the fat of what, what everyone's been up to. Not that it's been long since we've seen everybody, but um, we sort of talk about the day, talk about what's going to happen today, what we need to do, what the priorities are, what's not a priority. Uh, I tend to sit back and listen because you know, no one listens to me around here anyway. And then um, I sort of jump on my computer and I have a daily ritual of go through the the bank and and the accounts and see who paid overnight, see who didn't pay overnight, um, reconcile some payments, and then crack into the day. So we start to to look at, you know, what funerals we've got on for the day or what impending funerals we have for the next couple of days. And then we just sort of work as a, you know, my, my role is just overseeing obviously everything um the funeral directors and 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 everyone else that's working under the roof and you know you sound like you get the opportunity to maybe shall i say softly shuffle into your day and let your day come to you mine develops a bit different i mean yours develops a heck of a lot earlier what would suggest yeah yeah well a we are two different personalities i'm I'm probably wound a bit tighter than than you are. Mm. Um, I have all ambitions of sleeping in, but I can't do it. I I can't do it. Um, I a, wish I couldn't yeah, do it. A, a sleep in for me is like seven fifteen. Right. Um, Out my, of the sakaru. Yeah. Kick I'm the a, house pants off. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my house pants. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I've got um, two kids that uh, operate very early. Um, one of them, if he wakes up at uh, one o'clock in the morning, he's he's ready to go for the day. So um, generally, my days start pretty early. Um, my my ritual, my routine is I have a coffee first. Black coffee. Yep, black black and strong. Uh, work my way into the shower. Yep, into some some appropriate clothes for the day, whether they're suits or whether they're shorts and cleaning clothes, whatever they are. And you know, my day, oh, I guess contractually starts at nine, but I'm usually here. I let the other show. I let Haley arrive first for her eight thirty, and I'm usually here by eight thirty five, eight thirty something or other. And mm. and um, yeah go through my my daily quiz to test my my knowledge oh yeah the daily quiz we've been ripping through the daily quiz recently i tell you what just as a side note for the listeners i mean we'll get her on one day but Haley, who if you don't know our business Haley, who's one of our funeral directors i dark horse man why is she so smart i yeah, well, I'll give her credit. She knows a lot about a lot of stuff. It's embarrassing when the owner can't even go close. Yeah. Oh, embarrassing. Yeah. Anyway, as anyway, you Anyway, so yeah, sort of stumble through my, my uh, morning quiz and then start a bit like you, start looking through all the papers on my desk. I'm a list person, so I make a lot of lists about um, who needs to be talked to um, groups-wise. I'm, my role is a bit more in... Uh, growth and development and supporting 
of the funeral directors and the embalmers. Right. So, so just 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 so the the listeners know, you you obviously, as we've spoken about previously, you are a highly qualified funeral director and embalmer. But no, highly. You, but you're. <laughs> but you. Oh my gosh. Uh, uh, but but specifically, your role here at, at, at the funeral home is not either of those things no no so my my primary role my business card says i'm a growth and development specialist um so my aim this year is hyper focused on uh community education and sort of um increasing brand recognition and and getting um the the funeral home more well known and uh increasing yeah, the recognition thereof. Right. So my. So you start ripping into your lists. I start ripping into my lists um, and trying to see who I need to contact with today, who I need to go and visit, who I need to introduce myself to, um, where my time is maybe best spent, um, how we can go about things, social media ideas, creativity ideas. When things pop in my head, they and pop in my head, and I send you a text at three fifteen in the morning. Absolutely. Just so I've got a, place to put it but just so everyone knows i'm not awake at that point <laughs> well and truly asleep um and so you also mentioned like you're you, obviously you, you do do i'm not going to uh, say this specifically you do do funerals and you do embalm um for us but but um your role sort of similar to mine but more in the technical aspect i would say and mm. the fact that you're hyper <sighs> hyper sort of um advanced when it comes to the creativity and, and the technology aspects of our business so mm. so your role my role is to assist everybody from all different in all different ways but your role is when it comes to day-to-day other than your growth and development work your role specifically sort of rolls through assisting the funeral directors on taking a load off them when it comes to technological sort of stuff yes yes so the some of the offerings that we put forward to our families with um register books slideshows live streams and anything else that they can imagine those are the ones that i really digital notices yeah yep yep facebook posts websites um all those things those are the ones that i really um feel gratify i feel gratification and fulfillment in um sharing those out with people and making them as good as they possibly can be okay so that's your sort of start to the day we've had lunch usually you've had something cold in fact i'm gonna i'm gonna say this 90 i've seen them do it once he used the microwave I once, used it once just to heat up some gravy. And to nope. be fair, it wasn't hot enough to start. It was still looked like dog meat. But anyway, <laughs> he poured the gravy or slopped the gravy on top of the meal. And he has a cold lunch every single day. I mean, this is what I have to deal with. Eh? Cold yep. lunch every day. I couldn't think of anything worse. Anyway, yep. he has his cold lunch. Then yep. after lunch, we sort of look to, to, to change, you know, if we're not busy with families or, or doing... Um, maybe at mortuary work or assisting Vonnie in the mortuary or, or doing whatever, you'd start to probably think about podcast or you'd start to think about outdoor activities. Yeah, so generally if it's the immediates, we both look after the immediates first with the girls that are working with us and making sure that everything's for them is covered, phone calls, emails, you know, paperwork stuff. Outside of that, when, when that all comes to a bit of a lull, then yeah then i start thinking about you know what 
what I'd like to see us do next. Mm. And then bouncing, we, we start bouncing them back and forth about, right. you know, some of the um, moving our Facebook content into uh, more palatable videos, uh, more inflections of ourselves mm. to portray ourselves as real people. Humanizing, yep. Yep. And I think, you know, you, sort of your role has sort of evolved we didn't really know what it was going to be to be fair when you first came down and it was sort of like oh well we'll just sort of see how we go and yeah we've sort of bounced ideas around off each other we've had quite a few head scratching moments over the last little while Mm. i think there's been a few realizations for us Um, we won't go into those too much but you know it's it's been it's a bit of a slog you know and and we're we're sort of we're getting there we're doing good things and you know for me after lunch (coughs) i start to fall away I had a, uh, you know, a, a lot of what we're, um, what feels like we're doing now. One thing that um, I hope people aren't afraid of in this industry is change, mm. but they are. Mm. This industry has stayed stagnant for a while. And I had um, a very wise man, very wise, fair, and trusting man told me one time when I kept trying to push for change and push for change. He said, change is great, but change is work. Mm. And you got to be willing to put in the work if you want things to change. 100%. And so what you and I sort of spend a lot of time, we, we share a lot of commonalities in trying to look at where is funeral service going? What do people want to see in the future? Where is it going? Because that's where we want to be. We want to be in the future now. Yeah, and it's a um, it's a bit of a scary thought where the funeral industry is going at the moment. To be quite honest with you, um, you know, for for in New Zealand specifically, um, and the states may be the same with a high, high, high. I don't want a funeral direct cremation rise, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about that in a, a different podcast because we've got a special guest for that. Yep. who's got some really cool ideas on how we can re sort of readapt ourselves and reposition ourselves to a different conversation yeah um but from our perspective you know we're busy we're very busy at the moment doing um you know website renewal um starting rewritten our website re-content re-changing our brand re-changing the way we look so dino's a busy boy at the moment yeah we've definitely taken a, a target to uplift um so generally that sort of brings us into our day once we sort of these ideas pop into our heads through the day and we're we're sort of assisting the others or taking directives and uh, we search each other out through the building hey I've, I've had an idea you know sort of thing and then we we spend the next half an hour sort of chatting about that and seeing where it can go or bickering yeah <laughs> apparently um and sort of you know the early afternoon um around here seems to become busy around the front door. We seem to have a lot of visitors sort of mm. ending their, their work days, coming in to collect things from us, have chats with us about further developments, mm. um, a lot of inquiries. Mm. Um, the other thing you've been busy with at the moment is pre-planning and pre-paying. Yes, we've had a real good uptake on that, which seems in about in the last six months, um, some of it through um, our content that we've generated. Um, one one really good uh, piece of content that we generated was um, very achievable with that. And we've taken on, you know, trying to do um, a few more public engagements. And that's drawn quite a bit. Mm. Um, and even, you know, through the churches and public groups. So 
yeah i've i've cool. been enjoying doing that quite a bit and we'll probably get one of you know we'll try and get one of our funeral directors on the podcast um one day to, we're gonna have to trick them we're gonna have to try and trick them into it or pay them in wine or something uh, but we're gonna try and get one of them on to, to talk more about their role as a funeral director because our roles you know although we're funeral directors and embalmers our roles sort of aren't in that space right now no. um you know we, we have been in it's the a, last yeah, couple is... of weeks but we're talking about us specifically and what our role currently looks like today mm. so yeah my my role is quite new for me after um you know 20 29 years of sort of being um you know the lead funeral director the lead um embalmer the, mm. the operator of the mortuary and and sort of inventories um and then sort of, I guess, for you, the the day sort of starts to come down. We both live quite close to, to work, so yeah. there's not a large, there's not a lot of traffic in Whakatane either <laughs> until they redo the roundabout. That's yeah, gonna well, that's coming. That's going to be a disaster. I know, Dean. I, I t- tell you what, Dean's going to, instead of taking five minutes to get to work, he's going to take like 10 or 15, and he's just not happy about it. Yeah. And yeah. Amber, yeah, so she, she won't be here till 10. 10. Well, she's not here till 10 anyway. <laughs> Um, so like the day sort of brings to a close for you. Mm. Um, I'm guessing this is where you take on a few more of your community roles, your personal look after what you like to do. Yeah. Where, where does it take, where does Brad go? Yeah, so I sort of, after we finish, we sort of roll out of here at about five and then, I mean, depending on the day, but roll out of here at five, four thirty-five, And then I'll either go to one of my community meetings. I sit on a couple of boards. I'm trustee for a couple of community organizations here. Um, so I'll either go to a meeting with that or I'll go home. When I go home, you know, I'll, some nights I cook dinner. Uh, some nights I don't. Um, some nights we sort of, you know, I've got a five-year-old, so... Um, you know, do do five year old things for a while, and then your whole family sort of all live right in, in town together as well. And your in laws live not very far. You get a lot of family time together. Yeah, as for well. sure, for sure. And I think you know that's a good thing for 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 my daughter and and, and as well. You know, so yeah. So then as it was sort of once that's done and and my daughter's gone to bed, and then it's sort of my time. So uh, probably six days a week, I'll I'll go to the gym, and I find that a really nice way to you know finish the day and wind down and you know wind up wind down probably a bit of both um you know i go and 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 challenge myself and and do that and i feel good for doing it you know and then i go home and watch my favorite show for a while and then and then hit the sack of roof so what what are you watching now you netflicking i don't really watch netflix to be honest i don't watch anything specific i usually watch talk back uh rugby league shows on tv or if you know me well enough you'll know that i'll i'll sit there and watch horse racing so uh, it it depends um you know so yeah what about you uh my well walk on the beach well well you guessed it um Mm. i'm very fortunate i um i get to live right at the beach um while we're here well since since we've moved down here Mm. i get to live right there so it's um really a cathartic thing for me mm. um our particular beach here has it's it's gorgeous gorgeous sand nice soft sand and a lot of trees wash up a lot of logs wash mm. up on the on the beach mm. and i don't know what it is but i can go down there every day and walk along the logs in the logs 
I always, I don't know, maybe it's this pressing thing inside of me that I'm going to find some treasure that's yeah. going to wash up it's on the beach. It's therapeutic, right, though, you know? Oh, like it's awesome. your, it's You take your kids, or, or if you don't take your kids, you go by yourself, whatever it may be. And it's just like a wind down. Yep. That's your wind down. For me, my for wind me. down is going to the gym. Your wind down is is going, you know, for a walk on the beach and, and doing your thing. And, you know, every funeral director I know has a wind down of some sort. Mm. Uh, bad wind downs are alcohol. Uh, good wind downs are gym or... I was just going to say that. You know, I so. remember when I went to mortuary school, they, they stood up front in the first day and they said, take a look around. And there was a whole room of us and they said... <laughs> Three out of the four of you, 75% of you are going to be alcoholics by the time. <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah. Are you yeah. One, the one out of four? I'm, I'm the one. I'm not an alcoholic. <laughs> thanks, thanks for asking. <laughs> Look, um, you know, like I said, you know, a lot of funeral directors have, a, um, have an out. And you have to have an out. You know, mm-hmm. on a serious note, you have to have an out because this industry can be cruel. Mm-hmm. can be cruel. And, you know, you see some cruel things and you do some cruel things as far as, you know, having to embalm, you know, some, some not nice things and having to deal with families that have really, you know, had a tough, tough time of it. So um, you have to have an out, you have to have a let go, you have to have something that you can, you know, um, find your solace. Mm. I guess, and, and for you, that's you know the beach and yeah. the bush. Sometimes you know you love your walking, oh, love diving, yeah. fishing, yeah. you know all that stuff. So it's mine's nice. mine's you know I, I have a deep passion for for horse racing and for you know if I do get, ever get a chance to play golf, I'll play golf and mm. you know um, <laughs> golf. Yeah, <laughs> really not relaxing if you've never played. <laughs> don't bother. Um, and so you know, and I go to the gym. So so. You know, if you were thinking about getting into this industry or you are in this industry and you don't have a solace, yeah. you know, somewhere where you can go, yeah. you need to find one. Yeah. Uh, today for me, um, yeah, putting my long line out, I think, tonight. Nice. Yeah. Water's looking pretty pretty flat. So, uh, oh, well. yeah. What are you doing tonight? We'll let you get to it. Oh, it'll be the same for me, mate. Go home Jam. and then go to the gym. Yeah. So nice. That's how, that's how it rolls. Hey, great to be back with you. Um, awesome to be able to do another podcast. Um, you know, that was raw. That was real. And we want people to see the, the humanization of the funeral game and ha- who we are specifically. And, um, yep. You know, it was cool. And yeah, and if you're listening to this somewhere else and you're not in the funeral industry, the people at your funeral home in your town, they're no different than Brad and I. They're just people and they've got, yep, they've got passions and hobbies and things as well. Awesome. All right. Cool, man. Well, I got to go put my long line out. Sounds good. Have a good one. See you, brother.